Yo, yo. Hey, brother. Slim, what up, baby? What it do? What's up, Notice? Everything is cool, man. How are you? I can't call it, brother. I'm sitting outside enjoying this this rain. It's about 70 degrees. It's warm outside. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's beautiful, man. I'm enjoying it, man. You hear all the elements in the background, man? Mm-hmm. I'm loving I it, do. man. So one thing I love about our podcast, man, we sit down anywhere, shoot a podcast. Get it in. No matter if it's raining, snowing, cold, <laughs> or whatever outside, we sit outside and get it done, brother. Right, right. Hey, first off, I want to say happy Veterans Day to you, my brother. Hey, same to you, brother. Uh, thank you man. for your service, man. Appreciate everything you've done for the service. That uh, long, hard 20-plus years you put in. Appreciate hey, it, man. brother. Hey, you are welcome. Uh, you know, everybody listening that are veterans, we want to thank you for your service as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I think it, the statistic is like 1% of the of, uh, U.S. citizens volunteer or get the opportunity to volunteer for uh, military service in some type of way. So thank you, and thank you to all the veterans out there. Um, man, I, I feel like it's been it's been weeks uh, been minute, since man. we did a last a a, a last podcast. We had a lot going on, man, in the in the last three four weeks, man. Uh, Indeed, a lot, a lot of stuff business wise, man. A lot of personal stuff going on. You know, we had on our oh, plates, yeah. and uh, you know, it's about time for us to squeeze in another episode, brother. What you smoking on tonight, man? I got the Savoy Long Day right now. Mm. <laughs> One of them days, huh? Is what you know. I didn't really do much today, but it was just I felt I, I had a taste for one. I was like, yeah, let me let me go ahead and, and light that up. And uh, I put a straight cut on it, and I got okay. a pair with uh, some of that bird dog apple. Today. Bird dog apple. And hey, uh, man. ain't nothing wrong know. with that. Got two sweet things going together, man. I, I'm not mad at that, man. I'm over here. What you got? I am, I am smoking on the soon to be released, not yet released. But the newest stick from Hoya Special, I'm smoking on the new Hoya Special Refuge. Okay. Um, man, listen, this is my first one. Um, of course, out before we hit the streets, but um, it's a six five six by fifty two um, torpedo Maduro. Um, this bad boy is creamy. Got a little hint of spice to it. A little chocolate notes in there. So far, so good. I'm not even into the uh, first third yet, but uh, it is very impressive so far, so I am enjoying it. This is soon to come. Hopefully, we'll get the release of Bad Boy by the next time we have our cut and light. So, oh yeah, yeah. Stick from Hoya, especially out of Refuge, and I got it paired up this evening uh, with some Woodford Reserve. Man, I went back home to Woo! the to the go to man. <laughs> you took it back, man. I think it's been a minute back, since man. we had uh, Woodford, but uh, that's good, man. I contemplated. I'm just drinking some regular crown tonight, but I, I reached for the uh, the apple instead. And uh, there you go. so yeah, I feel you on that, man. But uh, ain't no wrong with that, man. This Woodford is doing me good so far, so good. Bro. Oh yeah. So we want to welcome mm-hmm. everybody to the podcast, uh, season three, episode seven, right? Six, seven. I done lost one track. Or two. Well, anyway, if you've been around since day one. And even if you haven't, thank you for following us. Thank you for listening to us. Um, just a little bit of back about the podcast. We talk about um, topics, why we enjoy the smoke and why we enjoy the drink with it. Um, and we just have conversation. We, you know, would like to hold your attention for the next 40, 45 minutes and, uh, and just, just talk, man. This is an unscripted podcast. 
and Absolutely. we just have a we just have a conversation. So we appreciate you listening in. Um, if this is your first time or if it's your twentieth uh, time, um, exactly. Just just hang with us. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you for all listening, all the subscribers. We appreciate it, man. We couldn't have made it this far without you guys. So, oh yeah. Thanks for keep listening to us. But uh, mm. what's on your mind, Slim? What you want to talk about, brother? Man, I, I seen you put a little post out there. Uh, I late look. last week said you had some stuff to talk about. So I'm I'm, I'm just gonna give you the floor, brother. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna chime in when I need to. Look, man, I, it's just I'm a I'm a how that double Dutch. I'm a, I'm a double <laughs> Dutch in there when I feel it's my time. <laughs> you know, it's so much, man. Um. Uh, it's it's just been really hard for me to hold my tongue. Uh, some people that's been closer to me have have probably heard some of some of it, uh, but I'm just extremely frustrated, man, and slightly disappointed um, in 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 the way uh, this election has been. Uh, I can't even say concluded, but I would just say has been going on thus far. Um, right. You know, we we always throughout our previous podcast, we always say, hey, we don't care who you vote for, just go vote. And uh, and that still that still is true, uh, but I, but I do have a few scabs I want to pick at. Uh, okay, because you know we've been cut several times and we try to heal, but this one I can't just let heal yet. I gotta pick the scab a little bit, and I am not trying to gross anybody out, but that's how it feels to do, me. Um, you know, some of the things that surprised me, uh, you know, with the with the numbers, you know, I, I think folks who was like, oh, man, why can't, you know, I'll start with the count for one. Everybody was saying, right. what's taking so long, this, that, and the other, you know, and, and even for me, I said, you know what, next next time, next year, I'm going to I'm going to uh, sign up to be at a polling station because um, right. you, you can't really complain about something you don't know about. And exactly. so I, I want to be a part of the solution and not part of the problem. Um, I wasn't one of those people that was saying, hey, what's taking so long? It's a process. You know, it's just like um, uh, Bernie Sanders said on the Jimmy Fallon show, I think it was last Saturday or Saturday prior to the to the uh, election. It was just exactly what he said. If you haven't seen it, just just Google. I mean, uh, put in to YouTube uh, Jimmy Fallon and Bernie Sanders and you can hear the entire uh, exchange with those two men. But uh, Bernie said it. You know, he said that statistically Democrats would do the early voting or vote by mail. And uh, a lot of and he said the numbers showed that a lot of Republicans would go um, and vote in person. And, you know, and that right. seemed like to be uh, the truth, the absolute truth. Uh, the night of the election, uh, all the numbers that were recorded first, obviously, were folks that went to the polling station and uh, and, and, and voted. Um, you know, the current, the current president was like, yep, I got it. It's a victory for me, you know, and the reality was that the counting of all the other votes hadn't even occurred, you know, and, right. you know, I felt like it was very premature. Um, and his followers, you know, they seem to love that type of rhetoric, man. And, uh, so you know, that was that was part one of it. Part two, I, I guess it surprised me of a lot of folks that looked like us that voted for him or uh, supported him in his campaign. You know, and, and I can't speak for everybody. I can only speak right. for myself. I, I don't understand how he was able to 
um, increase his margins in the black and brown communities um, for this election. You know, it was still a record turnout for a lot of the black and brown, and a lot of it was was for him. You know, and, and right. that surprised me, um, especially down in Florida. Yeah, I think he went from uh, last election, he went from 8%, and this election he got 12% of the black vote. Yeah, you know, and it goes to show that, you know, we're we're not always on the same side when it comes to politics. It's, it's just one of those things, man. It's, it's, it's It was really eye-opening for me to see the numbers as they came in. I expected Florida to be a runaway for the blue, and it ended up being the opposite. And you know what? One key place that turned it was South Florida. Right. He was able to um, show Joe Biden as um, – Fidel Castro, they compared the two exactly. as one and the same. And I was like, wow, how do you master manipulate folks? And then you throw out, um, you have folks that are still dying, catching um, or contracting COVID-19 that are COVID-19. dying at an alarming rate. How can you sit back and be um, so cavalier about this and, and just nonchalant? Like, it's not real. Like, you are affected. We all are affected. Right. Um, I, I, it's not about elections at that point it's about life and death and and in my opinion enough hasn't been done um to help slow this thing down um hopefully as we finally get the certification of the votes um and the president-elect is formally announced and um put in place you know that yeah at least the governors of each state can get away from that pressure of feeling like they have to open up or they have to relax their rules um, right. because they feel some type of pressure coming from the White House, you know, right. and, and not put, you know, special, special interests um, in front of people's health, you know, and hopefully that's not the case. You know, hopefully that doesn't happen. Um it's just, it, you know, it's a lot, man. I really don't want to take up all of our time just talking about that yeah. because we have, you know, we got some sports we can talk about. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, we, but I'm I'm going yeah. to say this, man. I'm going to get my spill yeah, on yeah. it. And from the election standpoint, um, and I can honestly say, man, I don't know what it is about politics, but I, I kind of submerse myself into it a lot of times kind of too much. <laughs> but I... um. When I knew Trump was going to lose the election, and this is just not me being anti-Trump, this is me just knowing the numbers. I knew Trump was going to lose the election because about four or five months ago, maybe six months ago, uh, when the uh, election started getting hot and heavy, um, Trump made a statement, and he essentially told his people not to go vote. Yep. And what I mean by that is he told his people don't use a mail-in vet ballot because it's it's a it's, it's rigged. They don't work. It's it's fraud and all kinds yep. of stuff. And his people listened to him, and he essentially gave the Democrats a six-month head start on the mail-in vote process, and he gave them a thirty-day head start when it came to actually mailing their ballots in. Because early voting was from October first in most states to October thirty-first, give or take a few days depending on where you live yep. at. And so the Democrats had 
anywhere from 30 to 60 days to, to mail a ballots in while every Republican sat at home and waited for the day of to go vote for Donald Trump. And like you said, when election day came, he assumed those when those ballots came in off top, the day of voting, he was like, oh, we got it. We out of here. We won. That's why he went out and claimed victory at two o'clock in the morning on Wednesday morning, not knowing they hadn't even started counting the mail-in ballots yet. Right. And that put his people at a disadvantage because you essentially told them, hey, don't use this method of voting because it don't work. When you got senior citizens out there, you got disabled people out there who can't vote or have a hard time voting because of their age or their disability or whatever it is, whether people can't get off work, whatever the case may be, you essentially told them don't use that method of voting. Now you're fought in the voting process for people having that avenue of mail-in ballots and saying that it's a fraud, it's a fake, don't believe it, it don't count or whatever. Now you're running around repeating this and it don't make no sense. But you come on TV at 2 o'clock in the morning and say, we won, the election is over, and then the next day you say, well, stop counting votes. Well, which one is it? Did you win or do you want people to stop counting votes? You can't have it both ways. Well, they- if people put all this, put all this extra whatever into it, that's that's on his side where they know that you know the election is over you know if you don't know what's going on you should going on and i and i say this from a personal standpoint this ain't the rap session this is me burn notice saying this you can't so so essentially what's happening is the, the reason why he won't concede right now is because the republicans need him for the two runoff elections coming in january in georgia so if he concede right now to the election, that means everything stops. Money stops, support stops, everything goes away. So those people who are still cheering on those elections, you know, they're, they're not going to be as in, you know, enticed to go out there and vote again in January if everything stops. It's all about money right now, and it's all about support for these two candidates that's still out there or four candidates that's down in Georgia that got another runoff race coming right now. So don't pay no attention to him not leaving the White House when he's supposed to. He he got two options. And we all know what they is. You can leave willingly or we're gonna kill you out. So Facts. Don't don't even worry about that part. He 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 gonna go. But my I've been saying this over and over and over and over again, man. People need to take the time to actually do research, learn your history, and educate yourselves instead of paying attention to a news outlet. Whichever news outlet you choose to frequent that is not the only source of information out there. Donald Trump and Joe Biden are not the two only sources of information out there. Do yourself a favor and get educated yourself and learn what the candidate's about and learn what you can and what you can't do when it comes to being able to vote. That is not up to the, the doggone candidates to tell you that. You have to learn that information for yourself or else you would think that when November 3rd rolls around, the only thing that I'm able to do is vote in person. And that's where he lost. And then on top of that, you had 20 million new voters that come out and vote. It's all math, man. You got to put two and two together that says anybody that's, that's a new voter or didn't vote their last election, if 20, 20 million new voters, all all, automatically 60% of the new voters going to vote for the, the, the candidate that's running the, against the incumbent. That's automatic. That's that makes history. sense. That's, those are... That's baked into the numbers. You have to understand that that's automatically baked in. Nobody is going to come out and support him that didn't already come out and support him the last time. 
it just don't work that way. But that's where you got to learn your education and learn how this how this work. That's why Joe Biden got 14 million of the new voters that came out out of the 20 million. But if you don't know that, you're doing yourself a disservice. Yeah. And that's my take on the election. Hey, man. Yeah, it's, it's a tough situation. I mean, it's a tough topic, you know, but it's just like you say, it come down to education and not following what the media give you. Because I'll put it like this. The media is a ratings-driven industry. They've gotten away from All the court uh, reporting uh, real-time information. They do in a way, but it's yeah. filtered. You know, I've seen a clip one time where they showed, like, several, several news outlets across the U.S. They literally read from the same script. Yep. They literally read from the Man, same it's, script. There's no reason... It's- it's no reason why from Tuesday to Saturday we was planning in front of our TVs. Mm-hmm. They could have called this election Tuesday night because they knew how many mail-in ballots was out there. They well, knew how many mail-in was, ballots was out there. They knew from the districts where they came from and how many was out there that they could have said, okay, we know Biden going to win this state, this state. But why would they do that when they can drag your attention out until Saturday or Sunday and have you Well, I'm not going to say I'm I, I, because of the because of the incumbent. The incumbent is one of those type of people that he he's going to have to be forcibly removed because even now, he don't want to release the transition funds for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris to, to start transitioning in. He, well, I think, I think that's another thing that's all political. I think with the reason why he don't want to concede and release those funds, like it goes back to money. Because if he comes out today and says release those funds and concedes, all the people that's contributing to his quote unquote legal fund, what they don't know is that money is actually going to pay down yeah. his debt. That's not going to no legal fund. But you won't know that unless you go do your homework and figure out how politics works. So every dime that you contribute from Tuesday evening or or Saturday when they called the race after is going to pay down this man's debt. But you don't know that if you don't do you don't do the research. So he that's why he won't concede because the time he concedes and says it's over, the money stops. It's, so why it's we over. have campaign debt? Just I'm trying to understand. You got to think of you got to you got to understand from when his he had a billion dollars in his campaign fund when he first started his reelection process. The man that he had in charge of running his campaign. Nobody can tell you where that money went at. That man went and bought him a million-dollar house. That money got funded out to different type of entities and corporations that's related to Donald Trump. Everybody knows that's that's not no secret. Do your research. It's public information. Everybody can see where that money go out. It went out to all shell companies. So when it was time to start running for president, he thinking, oh, I'm going to win this in the landslide. I won't need this much money. People are going to come vote for me anyway. Mm. You start traveling and having to pay for these hotels and venues and whatever, that money goes yeah. fast. Whereas Biden, he stacking his paper, people start realizing, okay, this guy got a shot. They're going to continue and continue. And they want, they, they want this guy head cut off. They want the head cut off. They want Donald Trump gone. And so they're going to contribute as much money as they can to help this guy get out of office. Where Donald Trump was, it was, it was a mis- it, the money was mismanaged, yeah. period, point blank. So he, he started to have to go into his own pocket to help his campaign out. And that debt has to be paid, but he won his money back. Mm-hmm. And so that's where the money that's getting donated now, if you look at the bottom of his ad, 
of his legal ad to say legal fund to challenge the election, it got nothing to do with the election. If you read down the small print, it says your donations will go to pay off Donald Trump's campaign <laughs> debt. It's in, it's, it's in black and white. You can just simply read it and you'll see where your money goes. This is my problem with people who don't take the time to educate themselves. It's right there. It's legally they have to put this, they have to provide this information to where your money is going. And it says clear as day, this money is going to pay off Donald Trump's campaign debt. And when he feel like he got enough money and his debt paid off, you'll see him step out and say, okay, Joe Biden won. It's that simple, man. It's, it's hey, not right. I hadn't even um I hadn't even thought about it like that, but hey, I learned something new every it's single day, man. Anymore. Something new every day. It's not right. Look, man. But that was the election. We know who the winner it is. It's over. January 20th, 12 p.m., 12 noon. We're gonna have a new president, whether you like him, whether you right. don't. Uh same thing happened 2016. You gotta live with it. Um, if you didn't come out and vote this time, uh, and you want a new president in 2024. We'll see you at the polls in 2024. If y'all told us to accept it in 2016, same thing applies now. Accept it. Move on. We got a new president. Let's get it cracking. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, well, like you said, Slim, we got a whole bunch of other stuff uh, we could talk about. We got a new NBA champion. That, that's, that's done got crowned since then. Man. Yep. Uh, we got a World Series champion that got crowned since then. Yep. Man, all kinds of stuff going on out here. Of course, we got the COVID situation, man, numbers rising. Not to uh, relate that too much to politics, uh, but we're going to say the same thing we've been saying, man. If you are going out, um, wear a mask, wash your hands, social distance, be safe. Think about the person next to you that you might um, encounter. It's not a political issue. It's a health and safety issue. Um, Just be mindful of where you're going. If you don't have to go out, don't go out. Um, you know, just take the necessary precautions, stay clean, stay at home and all that good stuff, man. Y'all know what it is, man. A lot of these people are saying that COVID is not real. It's a hoax and they not going to follow the guidelines and the rules that's been set. Hey, to each his own. That's the beauty about this country, man. You can do whatever you want whenever you get ready. The downside is you also got to suffer the consequences mm-hmm. to that. So just keep that in mind when you're out here running around screaming you don't need no masks and uh, you don't want nobody telling you what to do, yep. X, Y, and Z. But, uh, yeah, just be mindful of what's going on out here. Think about the person that's next to you or think about the person that you potentially could be encountering when you're out here with no masks and not social distance. Yep. Oh. Yeah. I'm still smoking on this new uh, Hoya Special Refuge um, that's about to drop really, really soon. Uh, I'm probably right now off into the uh, right just past the first third of it. Um, and it's as advertised, man. It's got a, a nice, nice kick on the back end of it, a nice kick of spice, nothing that's going to scare you off. I mean, if you're into full body cigars, this is a medium to full cigar. Um, this would be perfect for you. Um, if you like a little, um, spice into it, but not too much. This will be perfect for you. Very creamy. Um, got a lot of chocolate and cocoa notes to it. So, man, wonderful. Maduro wrapper. Can't beat it, man. It's pairing well up with this uh, Woodfoot Reserve, bro. So, That's what's up. It's a winner. Another That's what's winner. up, bro. I'm still on this uh, 
Savoy Long Day, and I'm still sipping on this Bird Dog Apple. Um, it's a good combination. Uh, I have, you know, we've talked about the Savoy before. It's got that sweet, sweet tip, sweet flavor to it. Um, it's a mm-hmm. seven and a seven and a quarter inch uh, stick, and uh, I put a straight cut on it, and I think it's going well. It's going well, yeah, man. man. Hey, man, we uh, we got another event coming yeah. up. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, we got another. Hey, first of all, let's say thank you to North Suffolk Cigars, man, for hosting us um, at our last cutting light that we had up there in North Suffolk. Very successful event. Thank you to everybody that came out. Showed Hoya Special some love, purchased cigars from us, and almost sold us <laughs> out, man. Appreciate it, man. It's not a bad problem to have. We appreciate that, man. Um, people who didn't know if, uh, the event was going on and just came over to the table and bought some cigars. We introduced ourselves, and we've gained some loyal, loyal customers um, since that event. So thank, thank you. you to everybody that's still purchasing Hoya Special. Um, our next event is coming up. November 20th, November 20th at 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. If you're in the 757, it's going to be at the most exclusive cigar lounge in the 757. Uh, The High on High Street in Portsmouth, 307 High Street in Portsmouth, Virginia. Um, It's going to go from 5 to 9. Y'all know how we do it. We're bringing the live entertainment with us again. I think people wasn't expecting that. Um, Shout out to Brandon, man. Shout out to Brandon, man, and his band, Substance, man, for coming through, lacing the people with the live music. He's going to join us again. Um, it's going to be a bigger stage in there, so I think he's bringing a drummer this time Woo! with him. So it's going to be even more alive up in there. So y'all don't want to miss that, man. November 20th, we coming through with the sticks. Brandon coming through with the live entertainment again. Y'all stop by and see us 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. That address again is 307 High Street, Portsmouth, mm-hmm. Virginia. We're going to have the whole line out. We're going to have the new refuge there. Um, I don't know how many prizes and gifts we gave away. I think we gave oh, away man. seven cigars, and we gave away the whole entire mm-hmm. collection um, at the last event. it was a, We had a $5 raffle. We're going to have that same raffle again, five bucks uh, for the whole entire collection. And there was a, a, a lucky winner. Shout out to uh, Misty Givens um, here in Hampton. She actually won. Um, she paid her five bucks for the raffle, and she won the whole entire Hoya special line, special line, along with the coffee yeah. mug, um, a beer mug, a lighter, cutter. I mean, she won the whole shot. It was almost like a two hundred and something dollar value she got for mm-hmm. a five dollar raffle mm-hmm. ticket. So, man, y'all stop by, get that raffle ticket. And if you're not there and you want a raffle ticket, y'all hit us up in our DM um, on at the rap session. And y'all can purchase um, a raffle ticket. It's five bucks. We'll give y'all a number. Even if you're not there and your number is called, you'll still win your prize. So, boom, you can participate. That's what's up. But y'all stop. And as usual, y'all can hit us up at the rap session um, or go to HoyaEspecial.com if y'all want to make a purchase. Follow us at the rap session, Facebook, Instagram, all social media. Word. Man. What else is on the docket, man? We just... Man, that was a lot, man. I yeah. feel like I did a commercial. <laughs> you did, man. I feel like I did. I feel like I did one of them commercials and said, "But there's wait, more. There's <laughs> more. We'll double your order if you." <laughs> hey, man! Shout out to the Dodgers, man, for winning the World Series, man. It's been 
uh, Bro. quite some time uh, since they won the World Series, man. That was a that was a really dope World Series, man. I really enjoyed. Um, no, I'm you know with sports, man. I'm like this with sports, man. Uh, with the exception of football, I'll say this: with the exception of football, I do not watch sports until the playoff starts. The NBA, I don't watch until the final start. I don't watch any of the playoff games leading up to the finals. I, I don't do it. Never have, never will. I just want to see the last two teams in the finals, and then I'll start watching. Baseball, I'm kind of the same way. World Series time, okay, I'm watching the World Series. But football, I'm watching that from divisional round all the way up to conference championship, whatever. I'm, I'm watching all that. <laughs> but that's just that's just me with sports, man. But um, I was really locked in on the uh, – the World Series this year. I'm not sure why. Maybe because I had a little bit more time on my hands to actually yeah. sit down and watch. But um, it was. I, I really enjoyed myself in the World Series, um, watching the Dodgers uh, win that championship. So shout out to the hey, look the Dodgers. True. And and the thing that can't be forgotten is shout out to Magic Johnson, man. Like folks don't realize he is the co-owner yeah. of the Dodgers as well. And so when you affiliated with the Lakers. And you win a title. He and then you. you win a title in baseball with the Dodgers. Come on, man. Shout out to Magic Johnson. But And, and folks don't even realize Magic that when Johnson the Sparks won, won, he had something to do with that, too. So when you affiliated yeah. with three different sports, uh, two different sports, three different franchises, that's a big deal. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So shout out to Magic, man. That man know what he's doing. And you man. know what? And that's why, that's why LeBron is out there. That's why LeBron is out there. We had this conversation last <laughs> night at your house. Matter of fact, a bunch of uh, LeBron fans and or uh, Laker yeah, fans. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. put it that way. I don't know if they like. I don't know if they Laker fans because LeBron is out there, or if they LeBron fans because he nah, they, they, they Laker fans is, through and through. They are before before okay. yeah before he okay. showed up. They were still they were still with him. They were still with the Lakers. Yeah. Shout out to the Lakers, man. They did their thing, man. They got the got him another chip. LeBron went out there and uh, did what he needed to do. But I'm looking forward to this NBA championship um, or this NBA season. Not sure if it's going to be uh, how it's going to start off. I don't think it's going to start um, on time. The the the, uh, the basketball players association and the uh, and the owners agreed to start in December, like right before right before Christmas. I think it's December twentieth. They're gonna start okay. the season up, okay. and um, so that's that's gonna be great. That's gonna be huge. Okay, we can ride with that. So we're looking forward um, to another seventy-two games. Full seventy-two games. So is this gonna be a uh, another bubble season, or we're gonna start off at venues I, and I see what don't happens? No, see, I didn't get the details on that. Um, maybe maybe if I'd have found uh, an actual article. Um, I did hear this on some channel on satellite radio um, just the other day. Actually, I think it was yesterday. So, yeah, they I, they didn't say if it was going to be in a bubble-like situation. I would think not, man, because that bubble thing was was a, a challenge for a lot of teams. And uh, it was. I don't think they can sustain a 72-game season for each team in the bubble. It, it just can't happen. Mm-hmm. No, that's not gonna work. That's definitely yep. not gonna work. So, 
That's that's definitely. I mean, it was hard enough with the team selected was, to go. You know, playing trying yeah. to survive in the bubble. Yeah. So in the bubble, I mean. So, hey, we'll see, man. We'll see. Um, the, the NFL slowly but surely, um, letting uh between twenty to twenty five thousand fans um in the stadiums. Okay. Now, um, so far, um, uh, no report of. Um, any spreader events coming from any of the NFL games? Of course, they got the fans. Um, if you look at the fans in the stands, you can see how spread mm. out they are. Okay. Um, so they're giving the fans the opportunity to get back um, and participate uh, in the in the NFL, and it is it's looking out looking like it's working out um, pretty well. I, I was looking at a bunch of the games and looking at the fans and how they had the um, the seating set there are situated. No okay. 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 okay <laughs> But uh, looking at how they had the fans situated and, and um, spread out, and um, they're doing a pretty good job of uh, keeping everybody safe and uh, socially distanced uh, from each other. So, hey, maybe they'll up the up the count. But twenty five thousand, um, it seems like um, it's it's a good amount of noise in the stadium. Um, almost like if it was a full crowd, I'm pretty sure they're still pumping in or piping the sound, in some the of noise, the, um, the sound. Yeah, um, during the games, the artificial noise. So, but uh, I'm liking it, man. It's it's, it's not as um, as it was when the season first started. I know it was a lot of a lot of people was tense and they yeah. didn't know what to expect. You know, you still got a few players here and there that's popping up um, with the virus and having to sit out for a week here. And the same with college football as well. Hey, speaking of college football, man, what about that doggone? Notre Dame and Clemson I look, game. I'm not sure if hey you man, watched that whole game. I, I didn't watch the whole game, but uh, it came down to the wire. Listen, that is by far probably one of the best college football games I've I've ever watched, man. I, to to see those guys battle like that. Now, I will say, if Clemson had their starting quarterback in the game, who knows what the outcome would have been prior yeah. to all those overtimes. Um, we can't say it might have been the same level of competition. Who knows? But Notre Dame, man, those, those boys, they're the true. Yeah, man. that was that was a good game, man. Um, true, and man. I do have to caveat that victory. Um, to if Trevor had been able to play, man, I think it could have been very different. Um, he brings a different dynamic to the to the field. Um, to the advantage of Clemson, he also um. Exactly. Would would have I know for certain that Notre Dame would have probably ran some different sets to try to uh, change up the looks for him, and yeah. you know they knew they were they had the advantage with a uh, a different quarterback back there. So you know it was a good victory. Exactly. It still counts, but I still say if Trevor Lawrence had have been healthy and playing it, it might not have been the same. Yeah, it probably would have made a difference. Yeah, it would have. He would have made a difference. Shout out to Notre Dame, man. They jumped from number four up to number two. Alabama jumped what? up to number one. Um, yeah, Clemson didn't fall that far, man. They mm. only fell down to number mm. four, which is which is understandable because they're still a powerhouse, man. So I, I, I wasn't dropping that four. So they, they flip-flopped, uh, essentially. Um, everybody knew Bama was um, – in, in my eyes, man, I thought Bama would have moved uh-huh. up last week just because Clemson had a tough time with uh, the team mm-hmm. they played last week. Um, prior to Notre Dame, and I was already kind of sensing the voters saying, okay, now, granted, Trevor didn't play that game either, but they, they had a tough time. I can't remember the team who they who who, who they played 
but they had a tough time with him. Um, and it, I think it was right for Alabama to move up the number one spot. This week it was a little bit more solidified. They took an L, so it was only right that mm-hmm. Alabama moved up. Got Notre Dame at number two. Uh, I want to say oh, Ohio State at three, Clemson at four, and Florida at number okay. five. Okay. So still kind of see, still waiting to see how that Big Ten work out. They didn't play a full season. They both, everybody's in big in the Big Ten on their third game. Um, so we got a, a lot of big matchups coming in the okay. Big Ten with Ohio State, um, Michigan, and those guys. Um, we gonna hmm. we gonna see what they're talking about, you know, because they they miss a little bit of the season, and we are gonna see if if uh, Ohio State is where they if if, if they really yeah. supposed to be at number three or not. So they done they done blew blew. Three teams they didn't play, they didn't put up 50, 60 points against all them. But, you know, when he get down to the wire, uh, I'm going to go out on the limb right now and say, uh, depending on how Clemson bounces back from that one loss and if they can get over Ohio State, if they can get over that hump or if Ohio State wins out, it's going to be pretty tough for Clemson to reclaim that number two spot because I don't see Alabama relinquishing that number one spot from this point on. Um Clemson will literally have to blow everybody out, which they can do. Um, and Ohio State would have to lose, and Notre Dame would have to lose the game. I can see Notre Dame and Ohio State flip-flopping okay. two and three, depending on how their games go. But it's it's going to it's going to take a lot. Now they they got Florida <laughs> on their tail, so they they also got to watch out for Florida as well. So you could potentially see Clemson not being in the college football playoffs um mm. at the end of the year it all depends on how those voters put yeah. those top four teams in there like i said florida finished yeah. up strong and the competition that clemson has in the acc they might not get into the college football it's, it's you know back in the day man you, you can have two losses maybe three losses and still get you a, a, a really good bowl game but now one loss it is it's tough man it's tough, especially if you want to be in that top four slot and, and get to those playoffs. So we'll see how it all it all works out, man. There's always that one surprise uh, trap game that comes along for every team. I'm pretty sure Alabama being in the SEC, somebody's going to give them uh, a tough time uh, before the season is out. Same way with Ohio State, same way with Notre Dame. So we'll see how it works out. But so far, man, I am enjoying the college football um, well, season. They Better still the they still got a lot right of um, schedule changes going on, man, due to the uh, teams getting you know in their numbers with uh, positive COVID cases, and uh, so a lot to a lot to mm-hmm. uh, to come on the college sports, man, because it's it, this pandemic is really affecting things on the fly, on the fly. So right, yeah, it's it's it's, it's mm-hmm. literally in real mm-hmm. time. And now we're up to uh, 130 to 150,000 new cases per day. So the chances of you not coming in contact with somebody who has COVID is it's getting to that point to where it's going to yeah. be slim to none. So, hey, just like I said from the onset, y'all be uh, mindful, be watchful um, of who you're around, um, and just be safe, man. Yeah. Everybody just be safe. Um, and look out for the person next to you. So, but, uh, yeah, man, I'm gonna go ahead and finish up this, um, this refuge, the new stick from Hoya Special. 
finish off this uh this uh Woodford Reserve. And I'm gonna finish out the rest of my night on my porch, man. Nice breeze blowing. That's what's up, and That's bro. how I'm, I'm gonna end it, brother. Go ahead and finish up this Savoy Long Day and and um and this uh bird dog apple that I still have a good portion of. And all right. I'm gonna kick back for the rest of the evening, man, and, and uh get ready for another work day tomorrow. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. I hear you, man. Hey, once again, we want to give a shout out to all our listeners, all our fans, subscribers, all of our customers. Thank you for listening to another episode of the rap session. Um, stay safe. Take care of yourself. Again, our next event, November 20th at the High on High Street, Portsmouth, 307 High Street. If you can make it out, come on out and support us. We'd love to see y'all interact with y'all, chop it up with y'all, yes. smoke in the air with y'all. So um, thank y'all for tuning in again. We appreciate y'all, man. It's the Rack Cigar Session. Cigar Slim over here. over here. We out. Peace. Hey, we out.